You're listening to 90.5 WKHS Wharton. When you think about the future, how are you spending your time? What problems do you want to solve? What career paths exist and how will you get there? Get the inside scoop on college and career options. Let's plan your future. This is College and Career Corner. Welcome to this week's installment of College and Career Corner. I'm your host, Andre Anderson, Senior Coordinator for MBRT Next Generation Scholars. And I am particularly excited for today's guest. We got connected this past summer. Was it earlier than that? It might have been before that. Yeah, last spring? Summer, summer spring. Yeah. And uh, we got to um, have her come into some classroom sessions and meet with some students. And this just seemed like a good natural extension of that conversation. So welcome to the WKHS studio to Caroline J. Phillips. Hi. Thanks for having me. <laughs> thanks so much for coming back. I'm so excited. So your work as a photographer and videographer, can you share more about what that role involves and what you feel like you specialize in. Sure. Um, I'm a freelance photographer and videographer, um, meaning that I take on any types of clients. Um, I work in food. uh, I work in commercial. I work in editorial. um, And it's different every single day, so it's hard to explain sometimes. (laughs) Um, uh, For photography, I do a lot of social media, um, social media photography, uh, content and then for videos, I do a lot of documentary style uh, work that for companies, local businesses, um, brand vi- films is kind of what they're called. It's kind of like a story of a business, and I, I, I like to kind of all encompassly say that I tell stories. Yeah. You know, that's kind of what that this role is. Yeah, yeah, I love that, and I I remember you were showing the students in. Um, I think you came into a tenth grade classroom mm-hmm. to talk about. Yeah, and you were showing them one of your. Um, video stories that you created intentionally local mm-hmm. and I just was mesmerized by it. and they all were too which was so fascinating to watch them just like oh <laughs> look at this and it's just such a cool way to to share a person's you know passion and their mm-hmm. business or whatever whatever it is that they're working toward and that was that was a really cool that was a really cool one to share yeah that was fun I think that was the one that was about me right yes yes yes, yes. yeah which is a little different because I yeah. didn't really produce that yeah. but but yes, it tells the story of me, um, you know, being intentionally local, which is just intentionally being here on the shore and telling other people's stories is kind of what that encompasses, I think. So, yeah. yeah. So where did intentionally local come from? It actually came from that shoot. <laughs> I, I hadn't really thought about that term. You know, I I kind of going back a little bit uh, about uh, five, six years ago when I decided to go freelance. Um well, I wasn't really planning on going freelance. I was trying to figure out what my next move was. And I had just been out of school maybe like two years. And uh, I decided to stay here on the shore instead of going out to L.A. where a few of my friends were. And I decided to be here um, and serve my community. And I, I found that there was a need for me around here, which was really nice. And I was making money off of that, which was really awesome. So I, that's something that I didn't really think was going to happen. And uh, I just get there's just so many cool businesses and people around here. And I just love connecting with that and being able to use my skills uh, to tell those stories. So, Yeah, that's awesome. I love that. So let's like rewind a little bit. One of the things that we love to do with each guest on this show is sort of do a a professional journey Mm -hmm. and starting in high school. So thinking back to like junior year, Mm -hmm. what did you, what did you hope to 
you know, pursue or move toward or what careers were interesting or what kinds of problems were you looking to to solve, as we like to call it? <laughs> sure. I I don't remember if this was if I had decided junior year what I wanted to do, but I think I started to figure it out. I wasn't sure. I, I liked everything. I, mm-hmm. I liked I liked history. I liked science. I liked math. And I couldn't figure out what I wanted to do as a major. And um, I think it goes back to, I, I really am a big advocate for representation. And um, I was obsessed with TV and film, just as like a hobby. You know, it was just like, my mom's like, you can't major in that. And I was like, I understand. <laughs> Watch me. But, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, two of my favorite shows, uh, uh, 30 Rock and um, Gilmore Girls, had oh, yeah. um, two, the, both of them had cr- female creators um, and showrunners. which I was, And I realized that that was a path that I could take. And I was like, whoa, that's really cool. Like, you can actually create these stories you can do all this so I decided I started looking into that field and um, I started I found uh, my path into communications kind of overall path and with a film concentration Um, and so I was looking for schools that had that option Um, and I was looking at some film schools like with art and stuff but I found that was kind of where I wanted to be so junior year and senior year I was like oh communications is kind of my thing and my school had um just I think my senior year had a communications class so kind of like this you know kind of situation and I was able to just mess around and play with some cameras and I had no idea what I was doing but it was so much fun and I was able to say like oh this is kind of what I want to do and I didn't really see farther beyond that but I wanted to work for a a tv show that's kind of what my end goal was when I was in high school and you know I still it's it's still a goal I have so I don't think that's like out of the question (laughs) absolutely there's still plenty of time for that right and we're finding and this is a conversation that I'm having more and more with students it's like you're not we're not preparing you for your job the job we're preparing you for multiple yes you know within maybe within one Mm -hmm. career track or or Mm -hmm. industry but you might change jobs more yes. frequently than others have done in the past. You know, there's not really um, some, you know, maybe maybe teaching or maybe there are some professions that are this way where you mm-hmm. pursue it for a very long time, but more and more people are moving every three years different jobs. So, and especially with the last couple of years, you mm-hmm. know, that's sort of thrown everything for a whirlwind. So yeah. we want to try to help students build, you know, their skills and think about maybe moving within an industry and not necessarily just putting mm-hmm. everything into one yeah. particular job. So right. um, and it seems like with with communications, you kind of found that there's there's mm-hmm. lots of possibilities within it. Yeah. Yeah. I was once I found my program at my school uh, that I went to. There was, I had the chance, you know, if I, I was like, if I don't like film or it's not really seeming like my thing, I could do public relations or I forget what other, you know, just communications. And I was able to take those classes I had to because of my major too. So I was able to gain that overall, um, you know, skill set, which I think was really important. Uh, you know, I took a speech class and just public relations and uh, small group communication. And mm-hmm. that really helped just my film program. And I, I don't really, I didn't really see my film as an art, so it was more of a communication tool like to tell stories. So I think that's where I, I enjoyed the communications aspect. Some people probably wouldn't. They want to see their film like, as an art mm-hmm. and a showpiece, but I, I, I liked the communications track personally. Yeah. I love that. That's a a great distinction, too, between those two. So I know Mm -hmm. we have some students who are looking at art schools Mm -hmm. and thinking, oh, that's the path I need to go if I want to pursue, you know, maybe if they wanted to pursue film or photography. Mm -hmm. But you're saying there's also this other opportunity to be more 
to build more skills and, yeah. and tell more stories and be more part of history or, you know, current events or things like that. So I think that's a good distinction to make for, for people to understand. Yeah. I mean, I think even if you're an artist and in any sense, you have to be able to communicate what you're trying to say, mm-hmm. um, even without your art piece, right? You There's so much online, social media, uh, you know, interviews that you have to give. Uh, it's important to be able to communicate what you're t- trying to say and um, what you're trying to do. So I think communications really prepared me for that. So even if you're in an art track, I would suggest taking communications classes because they're very important and it makes you just marketable in all different ways. It helped me get like a million different types of internships as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was able to just take on the most random things and uh, gain experience from those. Yeah. So, yeah. so you so you went so graduated college mm-hmm. and then and then what? What did you decide or what were you thinking about once <laughs> you graduated? I know those are always I I. Even though I know I work with seniors and we have Crystal here with us today and I know she's probably, well, you you kind of decided early on what your plan was, but I know one of the questions that some seniors try to avoid is like, so what are you doing? What's happening? And it can get a little like, you know, scary to think about. I mean, you might have ideas, but then it becomes more real when you complete an application. And Mm -hmm. I know the same is true of when students graduate college or whatever program they're in, like, okay, what's next? Right, right. (laughs) You're like, well. Yeah. Yeah, I was. I even graduated a semester early from college, so I was uh, just thrown in to the world, and I didn't really know what I wanted to do. And I kind of got this crazy idea, and I went down to Charleston, South Carolina, and I lived there for four months and got an internship. I was. I kind of wanted to get into the magazine world a little bit, so I took a graphic design photography um, internship at a magazine down there, and then got a part-time job as a photo editor. And uh, realized quickly I didn't really like being down there. It's a cool space, space, but I really actually kind of wanted to be back up here where there's like a bunch of cities nearby. Mm-hmm. The, the opportunities here were a little bit more and realizing that after I went away. But I, so I, moved, I went down there, gained this crazy experience, realized magazines aren't really the place I really wanted to be. So I moved back up here and I got extremely lucky and found um, that there was like this weird little community around here of creatives. Mm-hmm. And I was able to join um, someone who had just moved to the shore doing some video production work and so I just like joined that um, team and I was a producer and did some like local commercials and learned from someone who also they, they were technically freelancers themselves you know so I was able to just kind of be their assistant tag along on all these crazy shoots and just do some editing and all that stuff and that lasted for about a year and a half and then I uh uh, they they move, moved to a different location, so I wasn't able to stay. And I was like, I still want to stay here. It was like this decision. And uh, then I worked as a photographer's assistant, so I kind of switched paths for like a second. I was like, I, I liked video, film, but I knew maybe I, that's not really what I could do by myself at that time. So I took on this photography assistant job, and that learned t- taught me a lot more about freelance because I was just working one on one with a photographer, and she was just doing her thing and. I was running her books and her email and her editing, and it was a blast, uh, and that lasted a little bit longer than that. And then I decided, I was like, I want to change direction. She was looking to change direction as well, and that that's when I was almost moved out to L.A. I was like, <laughs> I'm doing it. I'm moving out. I visited some friends. I was like, this is it. Uh, but then I was starting to get work here, so I was like, let's, let's stick around and see what happens with this. And I, yeah, I just, I, I was able to get some jobs and... Uh, meet some people and continue. And it's been five years, like five and a half years right now, which yeah. is insane. Yeah. So. To look back and be like, wait, this started as like a, maybe we'll see how this works yeah. out. And five years later, you're like, okay, here yeah. we are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, as, as to look back, I changed direction quite a bit in a way. 
um, but kind of stayed the same. I think that's what this, that's what I love about this industry. You're kind of able to explore a little bit and it's not, no path is wrong. You know, I'm able to gain experience from all different things, even if a random shoot that I will have, you know, it's like the, 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 the photography, the shoot that's like, I don't know, just headshots. Yes. Yeah. You know, not quite what I thought it would be, but it's like, oh, I met someone there that got me this um, film job and yeah. yeah it's all about connections <laughs> oh my gosh that's music to my ear it is all about connections that is something we love to say on the college and career corner radio show it is all about connections and yeah. it's so important I think to to be willing to be like a, a student or be willing to be an assistant even mm-hmm. if you're like well my skill I've got mad skills right. you know why shouldn't I be the one running it mm-hmm. but you learn so much more when you're working with somebody else you yeah really can. I still do that I'll, yeah. I'll assist on my friend's um, jobs all the time, mm-hmm. which he's a big time um, photographer in DC, which is way more cooler than what I do sometimes. And um, like I got to do um, some NPR things with him, which cool. was very cool. And just tag along, got to meet the whole morning crew. And, oh, wow. Because um, yeah. he was taking headshots of them. So I, I, I like to assist all the time because you get paid and sometimes you don't really have to work as hard as a photographer, which is <laughs> kind of fun. So um, and you get to see what other people are doing uh, mm-hmm. and gain experience. So I definitely say don't be afraid to assist or or take on those things and you can find uh I would say you can find some paid things like that don't don't think they're all unpaid internships or whatever but they've definitely some paid stuff yeah I love that so okay so are there any projects that you've recently completed or things that you're kind of getting ready to dive into that you're Mm -hmm. excited about um, I'm finishing up a lot of things from last year. Uh, definitely with COVID and everything, we filmed a lot, and I just I, I'll kind of edit throughout the year um, those those that content that we shoot. So finishing up some stuff for the YMCA that I did earlier in the last year. We went to every single YMCA on the Eastern Shore, which was really fun, and took some video so uh, of some kids at um, at camp. So taking some um, a promotional video for that right now. Um, I'm continuing to do, I do this, uh, the social media uh, photography for Rise Up and um, their new uh, businesses, Rude Burger and Rude Barbecue in Easton. I've been doing it for the last two years. So I do that once a month. I'll travel to a bunch of different Rise Ups, um, just take their pictures and uh, they post those, you know, once a day, uh, which is really fun. Yeah. And so I continue to do that monthly. Um, and I've been doing a lot of internal work that I can't really like, I can talk about, but like, it's nothing super exciting. <laughs> and, um, but I, I enjoy that kind of stuff because I'm able to help these big companies just like produce things that they need internally. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of simple, you know, work. And I, I, I like that once in a while. It's nothing too crazy, but uh, I'm sure with the, the warming of the, the weather oh, and yeah. everything, I'll be on a boat soon <laughs> doing something, uh, I have lots of friends who have some pretty cool ventures going up, and I'm trying to help them out. Uh, my one friend we were talking about earlier, Amani Black, uh, with Minorities in Aquaculture. Mm-hmm. We have some uh, photo shoots that we're trying to do soon and uh, just help tell her story a little bit better um, and more. So, yeah, it's just – and it's it's always a time, this kind of beginning of the year, a time of change and time of yeah. reflection and try to figure out what's next. Yeah. Um, because a lot of things can just happen to you in this industry. You can just kind of take it and realize like, oh, I want to make sure I have these clients and make sure I do this and take some on some fun stuff. Mm-hmm. So. 
And that that can be exciting, right? Because you don't necessarily know what could be coming up next. Yeah. But one thing too that we we talk about, and I I don't know if you you feel this way. I want to get mm-hmm. you know your pulse on this. I mean, do you think that freelance work and and contract work has been on the rise because of COVID? Mm-hmm. Like, what mm-hmm. have you seen or heard, even from sure. others that you might know um, within photography mm-hmm. or videography or or any other industries? Like, do you think that kind of contract work is on the rise? Yeah, I definitely think so. I think within my industry, it's definitely a big thing because when I was even when I was starting out five years ago, uh, you know, looking at freelancing, I had a hard time finding a full time position mm-hmm. that paid well. And you know, because a lot of these jobs like encompass like a ton of stuff, and you don't really get adequately paid for it. Um, so, freelancing is a great way to specialize and take on a bunch of things um, that you want to do and that you're good at. But um, I see I see that happening more and more, especially because of COVID. I feel like a lot of those people I saw, you know, kind of those those positions kind of just like were gone. Mm-hmm. And you know, uh, being freelance, I was able to kind of keep my jobs, and mm-hmm. uh, I was only probably out of work for maybe like two weeks oh, wow. like it was I wasn't really it was definitely difficult like I had to we had to navigate it um, a little bit more carefully but I really didn't see a slowdown of work which was pretty crazy yeah because um, a lot of people needed to communicate in those ways and they were more willing to just hire someone for a day rather than like have someone always all on. the time mm-hmm. and I even have a friend who's not even into my industry she's a she's in nonprofits, and she just recently um, she was working from home and she just recently uh, left her full-time position to go freelance mm. and she was working and I think she still is but she's working freelance for her company that she was working full-time wow which is a con is a thing that I've been seeing a lot more with my friends as well mm-hmm. um, in, in a variety of industries so they're able to take on other work as well but they're able to stay within their things and be more flexible with their jobs yes so you lose those benefits and everything but uh, honestly it's it you can you can make it up if you have good clients and good work. Uh, it's not it's not as scary as it seems to be yeah. honest. <laughs> like if you kind of you have the good work ethic that we like to talk yes. about, and yes. <laughs> yes. you stay on top of you know what might be what might be next, and and that can be exciting, and you have an opportunity for growth versus. Mm-hmm you know, maybe staying with a job and getting kind of comfortable yes. in it, yes. you know, yes. there, there's a lot of complacency that might happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it has its, it has its pros and its cons, but it mm-hmm. sounds like for you, the pros are outweighing the cons, which is awesome. Yeah. And, and definitely around here, I think the freelance world is definitely for me, you know, uh, maybe in a city, a full-time job and mm-hmm. this would be more fun. But honestly, even those people that have full-time you know, video or photo jobs. I see them taking on freelance work in their mean t- in the meantime, sure. yeah, um, because it's it's fun and yeah. it's, it's something different. So, uh, and I see a lot of more people like, should I quit my job? Should I do this? <laughs> so, I th- I think we're going to see a lot more freelance work um, in just every aspect. To be honest, yeah. yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head with the flexibility comment. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially you know the last couple of years, people seeing what it could be to work from not an office, and yes. and what does that look like, yes. and you know exploring exploring more of of those options. Yes. So yeah. Well, I know we have a lot of students that are thinking about being an entrepreneur mm-hmm. or having their own business. Would you would you consider yourself an entrepreneur or mm-hmm. or a freelancer or maybe a combination of both? I think they kind of mean the same thing in yeah. my in my world. Um, I, I call myself more of a freelancer, but definitely I own my own business. Um, I'm not in, like incorporated or anything, so it's not really like super businessy. But I work for myself, and mm-hmm. I have to run do my own books and yeah. uh, you know, to make money. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a business. Uh, and and uh, yeah, it's it's a I 
I never thought that I'd be in that position. I thought it was, it seemed complicated and it is complicated, but it's not as complicated as I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, especially like if you find people, there people are willing to answer your questions and there's a lot of information online mm-hmm. about, um, especially like my role. Um, if you want to get into a, you know, multi-person type production company, it might be a little more difficult, but, you know, working for yourself can be pretty simple. And, uh, and I've noticed a lot of clients around here willing to take me on it's not like they're scared of freelancers as well Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. that's that's encouraging and they know how to kind of work with me as well so yeah absolutely Mm -hmm. have you ever felt like pressured to do a certain kind of style or um I don't know anything like that I mean you it sounds like you kind of get to call call the shots a little bit of who you decide to work with and Mm -hmm. what what you might do but did you ever have a moment when you first started off or even lately that you're like, well, if I just did headshots, maybe that would be a good, you know, yes. <laughs> even though it's not something that fills your cup, it's still, it would fill yes. other things, you know? Sure. Um, I, I feel like I have a certain style, but I, I, I don't know. At first I was just taking everything mm-hmm. that could come to me, you mm-hmm. know, and uh, again, this has been five years. So, um, only recently did it kind of become like more me in charge of what I decide. Um, and honestly, those things, what I decide is just actually what who takes me on and like <laughs> honors my prices too. You know, it's yeah, like, yeah. this is what I'm worth. Yep. Um, and yes, people take that. me, take me on and I'm like, okay, this is exactly who I want to work with because they don't bat an eye. They trust me. I trust them. You know, it's a great relationship. Uh, so, um, yeah, my, I think my style definitely is, it's all over the place. I think sometimes <laughs> still, I think, but sometimes it's, it's amazing how some people tell me like, oh, I I saw that didn't even see your name and I thought of you and ah. I was like oh that's that's amazing like yeah. I don't even see that sometimes so uh, I, I don't know what my like thing is but I'm, I'm constantly changing I think but I would say it's kind of like documentary uh, stuff and just that kind of classic it's something too crazy like someone asked me earlier if like drone videography was my thing and I have friends who do that so I let them do it and <laughs> I'm just kind of simple you know <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. I love that. Well, I wanted to ask too, like your um, advice that you have for somebody that wants to start working in that industry mm-hmm. or maybe even somebody looking to become an entrepreneur. Like mm-hmm. what, what do you, what do you wish you would have known in high school? Mm. I wish that I knew about this, just this path. I think I didn't understand that there, this is, this was something that I could do. Mm-hmm. Um, it sounded terrifying. I was like, I need to find, yeah. I need to find a job. I need to find um, something and uh, a job with an office and benefits. Exactly. That was always drilled into yeah. my head. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And yeah. I, I knew that's what I needed. And honestly, I had so many jobs, like just random jobs throughout co- college. And um, I was a projectionist on campus for like the movies, like the like oh, most wow. random things. And I love that. I worked at a kayak shop in high school. I worked at an ice cream shop. I worked at the outlets. You know, just everywhere, everything. And uh, I think uh, knowing that. That, that there's like this weird flexibility that can happen after college. It's not going to be this like straight path. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish someone had told me that. Like, I think I always thought like, because even probably in my senior year and when I got to college, I was like, I'm going to move to New York or LA and mm-hmm. that's where I'm going to stay. And reading more about that industry, um, as I learned about it, uh, realized that they have more uncertainty than anything so when I realized that I was like oh I'm never going to find certainty in this industry um so and and still I tried to find those full-time jobs and full-time gigs and I did you know once in a while and it was really helpful but realizing that this is just kind of how it is for my industry was 
something I wasn't expecting. Yeah. And I, I love it though. I think and as someone who was a very routine based person, I needed structure. I needed routine. I needed, I, I was like not really good with change. Um, this is actually a really helpful career um, position to be in because it was like, you have to, you have to go with the flow. It's not, it's not going to be something that's, you know, what's going to happen next. <laughs> yeah. And that's kind of exciting though. It allows you yeah. to maybe take on projects or work with companies that you wouldn't have considered. Yes. Uh, there's more, a lot of times, especially around here, I'll take, someone will contact me. Like I had, again, back to connections. It was like, I worked for that photographer for a while and she did weddings. Mm -hmm. And one of the brides um, followed me on Instagram like when we were working together and just last year so it's been like six years after she got married she's like I I've um am working at this place in um, Cambridge and we need video and photos ah, and like connections so just connections yeah. and uh she just everyone uh and it's like this random in uh like uh what's it called uh just like factory um in Cambridge and it's not the most exciting not the most exciting thing on the outside but it's actually a very cool weirdly run place and they need they needed content uh internally and so they just bring me on and I was like I would never have like applied for that job probably yeah, yeah. but she reached out to me and I was like let's check this out and yeah. you just kind of have to um trust yourself and trust them too because your clients because they obviously saw something in you mm -hmm. that they need so you're like okay let's check it out and it's been it's been a fun simple um relationship and um, they keep bringing me back. So <laughs> I love that. And one thing that maybe you didn't realize that would have been advice. Um, you mentioned they understood what I was worth. Like when mm -hmm. you came to the the pricing piece, and I think that's something that I I don't know. I've seen with um, freelancers or entrepreneurs mm -hmm. be afraid to ask mm -hmm. for what they're worth. Yes. And I love that you were like, nope, this is what I'm worth. And yeah. that's so that's so good. Yeah, it's that's, that's that was very hard to establish. Definitely. Mm -hmm. um, and that was the benefit of me working for a few freelancers because I kind of knew where people were starting out. Um, so, I, but I wouldn't be afraid to ask people what they what they charge. Mm -hmm. um, a friend of mine is a um, not really a friend, but like a social media friend more so. They're friends. But she's she's we're all the, friends. Yeah, yeah. She's on the <laughs> Eastern Shore and she's doing this amazing thing. She just um, she's an interior designer and interior photographer, and now she has a new show on the Magnolia Network. What? And uh, That's so cool. Yeah, she just and the other day on her Instagram, she was posting. Um, uh, people's rates and her rates and realize and other people were talking about like oh man I didn't realize I was so low I should be I should be higher mm -hmm. and so sharing those things is really important and people aren't I don't think they should be afraid to tell you what they're what they're charging because you need to know what everyone else is going for sure um, and you know it's definitely difficult when you're starting out because you don't necessarily shouldn't charge whatever everyone else charges because you're starting out but realizing what you can work up to pretty quickly yeah. is important so yeah. I'm happy to answer any of those questions to people you know when they if they ask me um, and it's always a complicated answer because every shoot's different, but right. I'll, I'll give you that rundown, definitely. Yeah, I love, I don't know if I saw it, where I saw it, but somebody referred to it as investment. So yeah. not like, these are my prices. It was, yeah. here's the investment for the project that we're yes. working on together. Because it, in the end, you know, at the end, you want to produce something that they're proud of, yes. that you're proud of. So you, mm -hmm. it is an investment. Yes, yeah. yes, definitely. And I don't like to take on too many clients that aren't ready for that investment as well. You know, mm -hmm. I tried to take on people that know what's going on, for that um, and are ready to pay that because it's, I don't want to make them feel like they 
got something that they didn't really ultimately need, you know, yeah. make sure you know that this is an investment for yourself as well. Um, and that's where I, I work with a lot of businesses that are kind of established in that way. So they know, they know what their investment is as well. And they, mm-hmm. they do this with other, you know, clients and um, vendors all the time. So it's not like you're coming in there and they don't know what's going on. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I wanted to loop our, our um, Crystal into the conversation because I know you are entrepreneurial as well. And um, I don't know if there are any things that you were inspired by. I'm inspired. I'm like, all right, let's go. Let's all go <laughs> have our own businesses. And <laughs> um, just so inspiring talking to you. But um, are there any, you know, as you're getting ready to, to embark on your next step, are there any questions that you have or things that you'd like to know more about? Um. I don't know because I feel like I do have a lot of questions because um, I'm kind of like going into this like knowing like I definitely want to do this but I don't know what goes into it sure like sure. I don't know how to get started get started that's great that's a good question um I say and what do you want to do specifically um so yeah. at first I'm going to be going to college for business okay. um and I want to later go to um cosmetology school okay. and get my license in that and okay. own my own salon oh great awesome that's awesome uh, i work with uh, i haven't recently but sometimes i'll work with just um makeup artists like even on sets and stuff so like mm-hmm. your your possibilities are like a, m- a million but uh, i would say just start asking people around just mm-hmm. just like get, like shadowing i think is a great way to start um, and then don't be afraid to ask for a real job <laughs> with that, right? Um, but also, could you pay me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that's an important uh, step. Uh, and, you know, just, I don't know if you want to be back here, but I think that definitely establishing a community somewhere um, and asking questions of, of where you want to be and just, like, talking to people, even if they're not in the, you know, in the salon business, just any type of business, because those are going to be your future clients, right? Like, even if it's someone who works on a farm, they're going to need their, you know, their hair done and makeup done at some point. So it's going to, you have to just talk to everyone. And uh, I don't know, it's, it's, it's a hard thing to definitely um, start, but you just have to be, trust yourself and mm-hmm. just like put yourself out there. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid to put yourself out there and don't be yeah. afraid to take, make mistakes and um, people will, people will be okay with you like especially starting out like they're okay with you asking questions <laughs> yeah <laughs> don't yes. be afraid to ask questions <laughs> and it makes them almost feel good too cuz they're like oh yes. i know a lot more than i realized <laughs> yeah and it makes them think about them yes. a little bit more 100% 100% and you realize those people even they're if they're established don't really know what they're doing either <laughs> um i feel like we've we've had this myth thrown out where it's like um we don't nobody knows what they're no, doing, what they're doing. <laughs> we're all making it up as we go yes, along yes 100 <laughs> percent. yes yeah especially in business you know you need to know that it's good that you're going to school for business like you'll yeah. know all those like standard things which a lot of people when they try to start their own stuff they don't know the business side and i think mm-hmm. that is very important you know i worked with freelancers for a while and my dad owns a business so i'm able to ask those people questions and mm-hmm. i think that's what pe- people uh, get tripped up on is the business side um, and it's not as scary as you think yeah. too you know that's the thing um, well like my thought behind um, going in for business at first was um, not only will it help me get a jump start and to like actually know what I'm doing when it comes to that time mm-hmm. but um, also I feel like business like is also a way to get um, to have like a little insight of how like everything works how the entire world works yeah Yeah. yes I didn't take any business classes and I I regret that you know I think that is very important to know not only what your business is like but everyone else's and I think 
that's one thing that I, I'm always fascinated with my, with my clients because that's a lot of random businesses that I work mm-hmm. with. They have a different structure, you know, in every place. So knowing that ahead of time will be very, very helpful um, and very smart. <laughs> yeah. You were also talking about, um, you know, going to college for communications. And I feel like business, there is a certain part of it where, you know, it is communication is mm-hmm. like a very important part of it. Yes. But um, it got me to thinking about like, why I um because there's an underlying reason why um I also want to do cosmetology Mm -hmm. um and it's not just because oh I'm like I feel like it's a real world way to put like my artistry out Mm -hmm. um I also feel like it's um I I've had a dream that like I know there it kind of I don't know how to explain it (laughs) kind of sounds a little silly but like um there's a little bit of like an inequality in Mm um uh how people yeah. present themselves and mm-hmm. like um being able to present themselves how they want mm-hmm. and i kind of wanted to like help fix that Ooh. like i feel like that could be yeah. my part love that solving a problem yes. look at you crystal yes i love that i love yeah looking at it from a problem fixing thing is yeah. like so helpful and that's that's amazing that's a great that's a great goal mm-hmm. <laughs> and you can even a lot of times with business majors or programs they want you to work on a proposal like that yeah. like what problem do you want to solve and you could do it in your undergrad yeah. and get a, a get your you yeah. know that's something you could present then to yeah. anybody that you're looking to invest in your business like well look at this problem I want to solve you want to join me on this you know yeah. mm-hmm. look at you go great, I think that's a great point too in college or, or wherever you are don't be afraid to incorporate your passions into your schoolwork as much as you can like I, I wrote about the things that you know I, I loved and I focused on those things in my class like even my papers I would write about TV and like they didn't really ask me to you know I'm just like mm-hmm. I would put my um, interest into my schoolwork as much because that's they, they're they giving you the resources and just take advantage of them as much as you can definitely I love that well I'm sensing we need to have a part two to this conversation <laughs> I love it so be on the lookout for another uh, invite there awesome. <laughs> but thank you so much for coming on the College and thank Career you. Corner show and we'll be back next week with a- another episode